Hey there, Donna Ashton here. And listen, I get you. You're already busy with a full calendar and trying to squeeze in some inspiration and learning here. So I won't waste your time or bring fluffy crap you can't use. I'm here to help you design a simplified business you can scale and help you work less and make more. This show is for high achieving coaches and experts who want strategies to unlock the next level in their business and create days that allow creative time and space for family, all while increasing revenue. Let's get to it. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Four Day Weekends. This episode, I have a guest, and she actually has Four Day Weekends, so I'm super excited (laughs) to have Joy Buffalini on. So let me just tell you a little bit about her, and we will jump into her business and how she has been able to uh, do that and how her process is so you guys can hear from someone else that it actually happens. So meet Joy Buffalini. She is the creator of the Simplify to Multiply method, helping women scale their businesses by simplifying their focus. In her 11 years as an entrepreneur, she's been featured in both O and Entrepreneur Magazine as a leader in the business coaching industry. She's known for her warm but no fluff approach to helping women do their soul work in the world. So let me introduce Joy Buffalini, the creator of the Simple to Multiply Simplify to multiply. Could I say that? Let me say it again. <laughs> Creator of the simplify to multiply method. That should be easy to say. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, thanks for having me, Donna. And I'm, I'm excited to have this conversation because we're so aligned philosophically. And, you know, my, my simplified schedule sort of came to be out of necessity, which I can share more about. But even now that my kids are older, you know, like, no, this is non-negotiable. This is how I roll. And I'm so that, glad. Like you get into that, like, well, why do I want to have now just because I have extra time? Why do I just want to fill it? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, exactly. Like you have to find hobbies and <laughs> things like that. Like I hobbies. love this because I've had a lot of people say to me, well, I don't know what I would do with all that time. Right. And I'm yeah. like, you know, that's a problem. And so you'd be a, per- you'd be a human being. <laughs> I think we get conditioned, you know, and I was just talking to somebody else. Like we have these, since we were like children, we go to school, we go to, you know, this college, we go to work Monday through Friday. And then somehow we're supposed to like catch up and do all the fun stuff and things we love maybe in the evenings or weekends, right? So that we can try to live the rest of our time. And it is sort of a, a shift in, in thinking and like the way you look at things, but I'd love to hear your story on your business and then how you created, you know, your time off for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So my business was start. I started my business in 2011. So I have, but years before that, I was a teacher for four years, thought that that's what I'd always do, you know, have a couple kids, go back to, you know, be a teacher, you know, kind of like married my high school sweetheart. Okay. You know, (laughs) (laughs) the perfect life. Perfect life, and then I in 2000 I found out I was pregnant with twins, boy twins. Oh, life is life is amazing. That'll throw a wrench into your perfect life. Oh, it it was a good way. Anybody could handle it. I could handle it. This is awesome, you know. But they were born 10 weeks early, extremely premature, and as a result of some severe preeclampsia that I had. 
So my daughter suffered brain damage at birth pretty significantly. So like all of a sudden you're thrown into this whole world of the unknown and neurosurgeons and all kind of specialists and months and months in the NICU. And, you know, her twin brother did pretty well, just he had needed a lot of extra care for his size. He was actually smaller than his sister, only two pounds. She was two seven. <laughs> so really wow, tiny. Not as small. And so it was just a whole different world I was thrown into. I don't even really remember their first year of life too much, just sleep deprivation and all that yeah. stuff. And, you know, as we, there was a, her first couple of years, she had a lot of brain surgeries because she had a shunt. They couldn't quite figure out how to get the bleed in her brain to stop. And there was a lot of life and death kind of situations that I kind of was in nervous breakdown mode by like 2007. No, I was not teaching. I never went back to teaching. It was, this was a full-time job, (laughs) you know, being so you were like, you stopped being a teacher, had the babies. And then now you're like, holy crap. Yes. And I had the twins. And then two years later, I had another one, neurotypical, no issues. Thank you uh, very much. But by two, by 2010, she had resolved a lot, but she definitely was like significantly disabled, like not walking, not talking, still wearing diapers and mm-hmm. kind of being at that point of she's a sweetheart and she just has this presence and personality, but okay, this is who she is and being at that acceptance in life. Cause I was always trying to save or fix or what different therapy, Help. what could what you do? To change, what expert right. or specialist? And I was always right. researching things. I actually really started being an entrepreneur with her because I was like researching every modality for talking and walking or toilet training or all the things, you know. Yeah, and that's sure. just how I how I rolled. But I didn't realize that, you know, by 2011, I worked with a life coach because I felt like I need a sense of purpose. Like she caught, she finally had a surgery that fixed everything in her brain. Oh, they had new technology God. by that point, oh, that's like amazing. things sort of settled down and we could get into a rhythm. And I'm like, what's next for me? You know, I love being a mom, but I want something else as well. Yeah. Well, cause so now you've had those years of where you were just like, was all about how I could her. all about them. And it was yeah. literally sometimes, you know, could survive the night kind of thing. And then I got to that point where I was looking for more and I I felt like I'd learned so many lessons about myself and I'd grown personally. I'd learned to advocate. I'd learned resilience. I'd learned, you know, just a lot about how to process emotions. So you don't burn out. That's why I had like kind of a breakdown because I didn't know how to feel emotion. They didn't know how to process emotions, which is so, I didn't even know that was a thing, (laughs) you know? So I kind of had to learn that through some, you know, it kind of really shutting me down. But anyway, then I found out about this whole world of coaching. I was like, well, this really makes sense. I'm a former teacher and I love how I want to help people. I didn't know what that would look like. So I got trained as a coach and, you know, my first couple of years, it, it worked so well because I could be home, you know, and Amber ended up sick more than most kids. I could still be home and working on my business and, you know, never, I didn't have to leave the house. It was flexible. My first couple of years, really my first five years, I was very much in what I call hobby mode. <laughs> You know, like this is a little side hobby and sure. I make a little extra money. And that was, I, I started mine the same Fine. way. It was like yeah. extra money for dance lessons and pizzas out and whatever. Like it was exactly the thing, right? that was the right thing at the right time. And it, it gave me fulfill, personal fulfillment too, you yeah. know? So, and I was, I was, I start, but you know, as your kids get older, move into the teenage years. And we had so many medical costs that were piling up and a lot of things that I had paid for with money that we didn't have for things right. that insurance went and pay for. Sure, sure. And kind of got to this kind of crux moment where it's like, 
I need to start making more money or I've got to go get a job because my, this business isn't cover, isn't, isn't covering it enough, even though I love it. So, you know, I, I just really, and I, I, this is when I started going into working hard. I started working evenings and weekends and I'm like, do basically. You thought, well, I just have to do a lot more. more. Exactly. I was like, I just got to do more of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. The problem was, is that I was doing like 50 different strategies at once. Yeah. I was trying to throw everything in the kitchen sink at it, you know, to get new coaching clients, you know, because I needed to, you know, here's my income targets to pay for this. And then new, new expenses were coming up as the kids got older, like, you know, sure. you need to go to summer camp. That's the right thing, you know, for, for but we've got to pay that out of pocket. Always something. <laughs> Always something. But you know what I found really helped me? First of all, I had to realize I was getting into this hard work mentality and it was not serving me. and It was not aligned with my values. Secondly, tapping into my why a little deeper really helped me. Like, why is it that I want to, I never, you know, never made more than $20,000 in a year. So I set a goal of 50 because 50 would help us cover all the extra things and get, you know, get paying down our debt significantly. Brian made a good salary, but when you've got a family of five and really both of my twins had some extra things, but we're much more significantly, it's it's still a lot. So anyway, I set that goal of 50 and I pulled, so this is where the simplification came in. So I like really put this to the test of like, I'm just going to focus on this, this, and this. I'm only going to work while the kids are in school. I can't remember back then if I worked Mondays and Fridays, I I probably did just during school hours or whatever, after I had some me time. I mean, I think that's just like, okay, they're gone. It's like you've got a few hours to concentrate. Totally. (laughs) Totally. And usually I wouldn't have all five days a week because of something special with Amber, you know, meetings and things like that. So I used that time really well and I simplified my focus. I didn't try to do all the strategies. I simplified and really just mastery at, you know, online visibility, talking about how I helped people and talking about my packages, you know, on just on a regular basis. So things started picking up. And what's crazy is I, then that year I worked less and I made over a hundred thousand dollars, like oh. sort of unconsciously. Like I literally like went from under 20 to hundred. Wow. There was Wait no stopping there. in between. <laughs> there was no stopping in between. It's interesting. I think I banked up all those hours for five years of like, <laughs> like practice, practice, practice now just fine tune and simplify. And, and, you know, tapping into the why, like I want to, cre- I want our family to be able to go on vacation. We could, just didn't feel like we could afford a vacation, you know. So we've well, got five time. of you, <laughs> literally, and Amber's wheelchair and diaper right, and, and some extras, things. yeah, all the extras. So tapping into my why, I think, is what big part of what fueled that. Like I had a strong why. It wasn't like a should. I should be making more money. I've got to make more money. We're drowning yeah. in blah 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 blah. I tapped into the my why of like what I wanted to create for our family, sure. and then you know, that sense of, wow, I, it feels really good to be doing meaningful work too, you know, and this kind of feels real now, <laughs> you know, it's not a, it's not like a hobby, but sure. then I started growing rapidly. Like the next year I'm like, I need, to, well, I hired a VA and I needed to start bringing on some, some team members too, because the growth was happening pretty rapidly, which was great, but I just did not want to give on my schedule. So that's when I said, okay, no Fridays or Mondays. Like those are my days. That felt really scary to like only have my schedule available for clients on Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, and Thursdays. 
And then a couple years back, I think this was 2019. Yeah, 2019, one week a month, no calls booked. I have no calls. Like I'll serve clients remotely via email or if they're in a Facebook group, but I don't get on camera. I don't have a schedule, set schedule. Right. You can do whatever you want that week without calls. Exactly. Without having to follow a schedule. So it's been really like, I think I'm just passionate about telling women to give themselves permission. Yes. To get out of the hamster wheel. And, and if you really know what things to focus on to grow your business, and it's, it's usually just two or three things. It's not 10 things or 20 things um, (laughs) that, you know, you're going to, if anybody would have burned out, it would have been me with all of this on my plate. And because I, and I know probably women listening have like lots on their plate, whether it's kids or aging parents, or, you know, we just tend to have more responsibilities that it seems hard to believe. Like, can I really make good money and not burn out? It's the good question to you is like, as you work or even now, so over the last couple of years, you've been Fridays and Mondays off, but how does it look? So I'm just going to play the devil's advocate or whatever, because I'm going to ask you. So what are your Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays look like? Mm -hmm. And does your team, are they available for the whole week? Yes, they are. They are available. And I don't, I don't start calls till 10 o'clock in the morning. So again, I have keep my morning time. And then like four o'clock is the latest I will be online. I think I've made one exception for an Australian client that I really wanted to work with. But it's 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 my choice, right? But if somebody like, hey, I'm, you know, five o'clock Pacific time. I'm like, I'm an Eastern time. I'm not getting on at eight o'clock. I don't care how how many followers you have. I know. (laughs) I just had this conversation. I was like, you know, when you just turn off your stuff and don't have the availability and people want you, they will... They will find you. They will find a way. And if they really want to get to you and there's nothing available that they could do, they'll reach out to you. They'll find it. They'll make it work. And you can say, okay, this one, like I've had the same thing. Like I don't take calls Friday, but I really want to talk to this man. And it's like, okay, we'll have a little 15 minute, whatever. You know, you can make, it's like a choice. Yes. Options versus I've got to have my schedule open Uh 7 p.m. for all the people (laughs) on the West Coast. And I got to be there for the people on the, in England or whatever. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's the tricky because I have international clients. Australia, which is even harder. I know. Right. But you know. I have, I was just on a a group call I was leading and the the woman is in Dubai. I think it was like nine hours ahead and that was 12 o'clock, you know, so it was 9 p.m. her time. She's committed. She's going to show up then, you know, like, great, that's fine, you know, and, but it won't work for everybody. Like not everybody will, will be always happy about it, but I think they respect you for it. You know, that like, you can't find a perfect time for everybody, no matter what I find, you know, it's like, so you just have to go. with the best time for you Mm -hmm. and for them and you. I think that's what we forget many times is like, what's the best time for everybody else? And then if they all say eight o'clock at night, are you going to do it at eight o'clock at night? I mean, you know, you have to have have some boundaries somewhere in your business is not, your business is not a democracy, right? No, exactly. (laughs) But I think as coaches and women, a lot of us feel this urge to, you know, we're there, we're to help, right? That's what our whole purpose right. is, right? To help yeah. people. And so there's this, and I have this whole pillar that I teach in my programs about like boundaries, like you have to have them. Exactly. 
Yeah. Or you, if you don't, you just end up, and it's not like it's people, it's not their fault. It's your fault for not putting something in place. And sometimes I still will bump up against something that will happen. And I'll like, Oh, I didn't know I needed a boundary on that. I mean, and then you learn, you go, okay, that's never happening again. <laughs> so yes, that's, and you know what? That's totally normal. I right. think that like, that's how we learn what boundaries to put in place when right. situations come up. Like, okay, I need a guardrail like, there. Okay, didn't you know, realize I needed that, but, but right. I think what we, we constantly yeah. are letting people take advantage of us or, you know, really letting the calls last an hour and a half instead of an yeah. hour. Like those are the type of things that or just answering people's emails on Saturdays. And then yeah. they expect you to do it every right. time. Like the expectations. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So you can teach people, you know, you teach people those types of things like, yeah, see, you, like by answer a right. client you, they, Saturday. You create the expectations oh, exactly. by the way that you yeah. respond or how you set things yes. up from the very beginning. So I will see this, you know, the same for social media. And that's a big one to have boundaries around because it can be so easy if it's on your phone to oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, let me just check <laughs> and see what's going on. Just, you know, right. time before you go to bed. So my boundary has been like, I delete my social apps before I go. To, but when I get offline, you do that every time. Phone, I actually do every time. Like, so there's no, I've done it before. There's another way you could do it. You could like move it into a, oh, uh, like, a, know, yeah, the, like a different folder different folder you call it right you move it into a different folder so it's just like there's no checking it's like it's not there it's like the, the rest of the world is not there yeah. and I'm not a big phone person with a bunch of other apps no. so it's like then my phone unless someone texts me like a family member or a friend texts right. me that's the only reason I'm using my phone it's not like I pick up my phone to answer my friend's text like oh let me go see what's happening right. you know, if I how many responses I got to that poll that right, right, right. there's that temptation that it doesn't feel like work but it puts your mind in that space where you're not turned off so, you know, really be on or be off, like really pick one or the other, like you said, or if it's a day off and you make a choice to get on a 15 minute call, then you're on, join that 15 right. minutes, then turn it off. off. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. I mean, I think as we work from home now and we have our own businesses, everything is so blended together. And I think mm. it's happened sort of, you know, gradually over the years, like phones that have email and take pictures yeah. and you know it's all sort of been like this fun for me at my age Benny you know it's been like this like you know kind of moving us into the younger generation they don't know anything else but right. it's been yes. sort of like oh suddenly you looked over your shoulder and it's like you're on 24 hours a day and somebody's following all your stuff and it's like yes. a constant thing yeah so, you know, it can sneak up to where you're like, oh, but I think it's like, I'm not a big social media person, no matter what. In fact, it could be like right. weeks before I even go for right. I've never been, like I use it for business. Sure. And then, exactly. You know, maybe That's all a few, like, you know, if I want to go look something up or whatever, yeah. I'll do it. Right. But I'm not, a, for me, yeah. I'm not a huge, if I am like looking at something on Pinterest, it's mm -hmm. usually nothing work related. So it's like my right. latest hairstyle or something that's right. Exactly. <laughs> I try exactly. to use them as tools, right? As my right. part, but I know other people, you know, it's up yeah. to you. I mean, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But like because you said, I like your idea of like the on or the off. 
Exactly. Cause I have a lot of client Facebook groups. So my notifications will just have a lot of notifications. Oh, I never have notifications. My notifications are not oh, turned on. I'm just, either. no, they're not turned on either. Mine aren't either. I'm just saying like the little bell at the top, you know, it has the red number. Oh yeah. Like three. <laughs> right, 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 right. It just like starts yeah, calling. Boxer, there's like four messages and you're like, oh, I can't look at that. Right. I can't see that number, but yes, that's another standard during the day is I, I do not have any notifications on except yeah. my text messages like it will pop up on my phone but yeah. social media email my husband has his email notifications on his phone where it just like pops on his lock screen yeah. when there's emails from certain people I'm like oh, I couldn't even take too. that I couldn't take that She's even like, ding just- ding ding and then in the middle of a movie we're watching Netflix and he'll like oh, yeah. look over and I get angry and I'm like what are you doing Oh, it's just a stupid email from the fresh market. I'm like, yeah, but you stopped in the middle of our show and looked at it. Model it. We could continue modeling, right? Come on now. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, I mean, so, okay, so your team is there. So do they, are they like, hey, we have a really big issue. Will they, if something big comes up on, on your days off or your it's, it's rare. Like, I mean, they have my cell phone number. If there was anything like, Hey, I, I just need to get your opinion on this. You know, I know I can't wait till tomorrow. And that's so rare, you know, when right, you've right. got your team. So it's I not some... brain science, what you're doing. No, so like, usually it's not, it's not a life or death emergency that right. someone has to have you that day. Right. <laughs> right. So I, yeah, I have a VA who handles all client communications and managing, you know, client schedules. I have a social media manager. So she does some of the helping me on social media too. Yeah. And then I have a couple team coaches. So they're helping in the groups too. So, you know, while there may be notifications on that bell in Facebook, my team may have gone in and answered that question already. I have one that's in Bali, who's 13 hours ahead of of me, which is great, you know, so that we have a couple, we have, I have one in Pacific time. So we have a couple time zones. So I like that. It helps too. Yeah. Okay. So now you're talking about this. So are you doing mostly group coaching, one-to-one coaching? How are you like delivering your, your work? All of my offers are hybrid offers, which I really love. So there is personal touch. There is touch with me, but there's also like the group effect of learning from each other and community. And I keep my programs really focused. So everybody's doing the same thing. So it's not disparate. You don't feel lost in the crowd or anything. So, so it's very focused on, you know, and I mostly work with coaches, consultants, service-based experts, you know, on, on getting clients, you know, and, you know, there's, I teach them the process, really what I call the simplified method, multiply method now of how to really stay focused. And, you know, a lot of the women in my world do have a lot of extra things on their plate and they're ready, you know, to grow and scale and all of that. So I think there's, I, I, you know, I, that's why I like, it doesn't have to be either or like I've built programs that have like personal touch and have that, you know, community without feeling overwhelmed, instead feeling supported and seen and learning from each other. I, that's my favorite model. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. somewhere along the line, you were doing one-to-one and then you moved exactly. to groups. When, exactly. did you, it, when did you decide to do that? Was it like, okay, I can't take any more on yeah. or was it the, like, yeah. I can't do the Fridays and Mondays. So I'm going to have to just. Right. It was 2018. I had 25 one-to-one clients. <laughs> like I said, like I said, that year, like, and you had a lot of other things happening. So it wasn't right. Just, oh, right, right, right. Here, just waiting for the and, light bulbs. <laughs> e- 
Exactly. Exactly. So, and the other thing is, as you grow and scale, you start to know, like, I get this question asked all the time, make a video out of it. So it started to become my backend content, yeah. you know, and then I started adding a group component to it. So that serves them as well. So it's like, people don't need as much one-to-one. There are the things that are personal to that person, specific sure. to that person, that, that a group and pre-recorded content is not going to solve for them. But there are certain things that, you know, here's how you do this, or, you know, here's the best practice for, you know, this. And we teach content writing and it's just a very unique, so they can feel confident in their content writing, feel confident doing live videos, things like that. That those are things you can kind of teach one and yeah. done. And then if there's follow-up questions, that's what the Facebook group is, you know, is for. So so yeah, I think it's nice to nice to have both. And it's a scalable model. So so it was like just me, then me and content, then me and content and group, then me, content, group, and team, if that makes sense. <laughs> so that's kind of how the layering went when I started hiring some coaches to like do pieces of what I did, like a copy coach, okay. a mindset coach, Perfect. a social media marketing coach. So I have, yeah, so you don't have to feel like you have to do it all. I, Even if you, you could, maybe you could, right. maybe you couldn't like yeah. bring in experts who like really are like, yeah. this is my, this expertise. is my, zone of so I'm going to do right. that. So how are, do they like just show up to answer questions inside your group mm -hmm. now and then, or are they yeah. always there or how does that yeah. work? They have a training. So each of them have trainings that they deliver live and that answer Q and A. And then there's specific things like there's threads where they'll review things. So like, oh, here's perfect. my, here's my deliverable for this. Copy or whatever it goes in it, right. Copy to be reviewed. And so the copy coach goes in there and, you know, gives them a nice video review of, uh, of that. So, so yeah, it's, it, there's a lot of input. I feel like you know, to make shifts, what I call quantum leaps, that's the name of the program of my primary program. It's about taking small actions. You know, it's about staying in momentum. That's not the same as working all the time, but right. it's like the hours that you are working, you really make them count. You know, you're not, and these are the things I did years ago. Like I would endlessly spend hours working on a website that nobody oh, was yeah. on. Haven't we always done that? <laughs> or like the best logo you could ever create right. over in Canva. It's like three days. And then yes. you're like, my logo is done. And you're like, yeah, but nobody needs it because no, you don't have any clients. <laughs> right. Exactly. So there are so many low value things we can spend time on. Or people set up systems or Kajabi or all these things. Like there's not a case for that yet. You don't yeah. need all that technology yet. You know, that's something that I think people right behind that. It's a safe thing they can do, right? They can exactly right on their logo. They can set up their so it's like an excuse to sort of stay behind and kind of be okay. Yes, it <laughs> without like putting themselves that's... out there because that's right. the scary part. It's easy, exactly. not easy. It could be frustrating to do website and stuff, but oh, still. That, that was me in my first couple years. It's safe, you know? right? Yeah, it's safe and you feel a sense of security. Like I'm working on my business, I'm working on my business, working on my business. And somehow I know I used to be in magical thinking. Like suddenly, magically, the clients would appear. Like they don't know about you. <laughs> Joy, they got to know. About I remember it. when I was helping someone starting to create their course, and I was talking about building an audience and different things and trying to get her going. And she's like, I don't need to do any of that. And I thought, Oh, I said, Well, do you have like a big list or like where? Yeah. She said, No, just show me where to put it online. You know, I want, I'm looking for like the Etsy for courses. And I was like, Right. 
yeah, no, there's really not one that like you said, or like you're thinking like that, you right. know, like it doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. <laughs> so yes. it's like, a, yes. I, but gotcha. I find also, as you were talking that I think a lot of times people at the beginning of their business, they don't know what they don't know. Right. And totally. I think, I know I went through it too. Like I didn't, I, I did have, I had twins too, as, as you guys know, but, right. and I did have like certain times and hours and I was like, you know, grabbing time here and there to do my, to do work. But I feel like at the beginning of most people's successful businesses anyway, that there is a little bit of unfocused kind of hustly, you got to try to throw a spaghetti at the wall, trying to find something. I think you do. You have to have have that period of time that you just get that out of your system. Yes. (laughs) Don't do it for five years. Like exactly. (laughs) Because I'm like, I think people are coming to and they're like, Hey, I want to work four day weekends or I want to simplify my business. And it's like, okay, yeah, you have to have the thing. You have to find something that's starting to work. Right. I think. Mm -hmm. And then once you have that, like, place that you're going right because businesses change and even yours and mine like evolves every couple years my my business evolves and right tweaks and stuff and I think that's not what we're talking about but I don't want people to feel like it's not always the case where you can just start out with working four day weekends I don't know maybe that it could be a thing I don't I I didn't do it quite that way me either (laughs) and I don't know that it happens that way maybe if you really have your ducks in a row and you work with you from the very beginning you could probably get it really set up that way and then you won't have to come work with me because you've already got it simplified but I think most people will find themselves in that like you said like that spinning place of oh my gosh I'm not really getting anywhere or for my case oh my gosh I have 25 one-to-one clients I've got Mm -hmm. so much going on I can't continue down the road of this without doing something different because I'm just unless I clone myself I'm out of luck (laughs) I want (laughs) to keep going right (laughs) absolutely (laughs) Um, yeah there's a lot of you know there's a lot to running your own business right I mean I think between having children and running a business you've got all the bases covered to personal development you'll ever need (laughs) totally it's a fast track indeed (laughs) (laughs) if you have twins it's even that much higher and then for you your heart you know (laughs) it was just even more but I think it, it it you know all of our our past make us who we are And my business would not be what it was today. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure yours wouldn't be either if you didn't have all of those things behind you, all those stepping stones, right? To get you where you are. And we always think, oh, why didn't I? I always think, why didn't I start my business when I was 30 instead of 40? Why didn't I do this and that? Why didn't I? You probably like, Mm -hmm. why did it take me five years to figure this out? But at the same time, I think things also happen when they happen for a reason. Yeah. And sometimes you're just not ready. I'm like, well, I was trying to get pregnant and have twins. So probably starting a business at 30 <laughs> wouldn't have been the best idea either. But you, right. know, you can always be like, oh, if I just started earlier or done this other thing. But hindsight Absolutely. is always. <laughs> There's a right. There really is a right time for everything, you know, yeah. that, you know, I had to start out in hobby mode and I couldn't do that till things settled down with my daughter more, you know, just right. on a, you know, a, a medical standpoint. And, you know, I wasn't you know, I wasn't ready to be, you know, I had to do inner work and stretch myself in smaller ways before I was ready to put myself out there, you know, and be more visible and do Facebook lives and all those things, you know, that are just like the first step stretches. So it's all a normal part of the journey. Just keep it moving forward. Right. And keep it simple. Exactly. Exactly. Amazing. So do you have any future goals for your 
business as far as working even less or taking more time? Have you thought like now you've got it going? It's yes. been like this for how long has you had it like this for a oh, couple since years? about 2019. Yeah. Okay. So yep. several years of really good it going well. Been. It has been. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing is, you know, a lot of people get bored or make pivots or whatever. I, I just really just love what I do. And I, and I just like, there's no reason to change anything. We love what I do. Let's just serve more women. So I talk with my team at the beginning of the year, like, okay, we're looking to like triple, double to triple our number of clients mm. this year. Are you ready? Could you have the capacity? <laughs> And everybody well, said the beauty, up. right? That's the yes. beauty of staying in your lane. Yep. And like They've you say in your stuff, like yeah. to really simplify and focus on one thing. Yes. Like, because if you're having something else over here, now your energy is divided. Mm, but you're exactly. like, okay, I'm going all in on this. Yeah. I'm really going to take it and and, and really yeah. maximize the whole thing and scale. Yeah. And it's easier to do that than when you've it got is. a whole bunch of other little things going on. Like three different businesses at once or three different, very different types of, you know, things. That I don't know do. how you keep yourself focused. Cause I'm already like, Oh, I can, in my time off, I'm doing this over here and over there. I don't know. <laughs> That's like the nature of entrepreneurs, right. To kind yes. of see, yes. uh, let's start this or let's do this. Right. And I think that's, that's, that's a little bit of the like self leadership, that's important. And I'm going to even use the word discipline just in a positive way of knowing like, I, you know, to, to keep, to, to find a model that works, really stick with it. Let your creativity and your fun play in other areas, yeah. because if you split your focus, like you said, you're in your energy, in your business, too many ways, you're just going to end up a bit frustrated and overwhelmed. And then you're going to start working those Mondays and Fridays because you've got so much juggle. So right. really, um, you know, pick something, get good at it and keep getting better at it. That's, I want to keep serving clients better and better. And my team has been with me for several years. They're That's coming amazing. to Florida. They're coming to Florida in a couple of weeks and I'm, I, I'm treating them to a retreat. We did this oh, last lovely. year. Too. So I've created, a little, I've created a little family, you know, these, I love it. These it's amazing nice when you're, women. they're on board with you and you have yeah. this whole little, yeah. you know, like little moment, culture going, you know, yes. like here, we're all on the same page and we're moving right. forward Absolutely. and it becomes like you can get a lot done that way when it's not Absolutely. just you and you've got people the right team members you know who mm -hmm. you can trust right I'm sure yes. to help run your business when you're not there and to come in and do the thing so it's a, pro it's a process but it yeah. is doable if you really decide you know that that's what you want absolutely excellent excellent well mm -hmm. where can people get more information about you mm -hmm. i want you to give out so that you guys if you're like hey that's me i need to get some help simplifying absolutely <laughs> check her out <laughs> <laughs> i'm on simplified and also you can connect with me on facebook that's my primary platform and you'll see right on my personal page i have something that's called the daily needle movers cheat sheet so basically it's really simple, like only focus on these four simple things every day and not even every day, you know, the days that you're online and just really kind of pare down, you know, the things that it's not Canva, it's not your website and all, you know, that. <laughs> the things that actually move the needle forward. So if you want to get that cheat sheet, you can, Facebook is the easiest place to get it right now as my website is being revamped. So it's not on there yet. So, but you can find it right there on my header image and connect with me. And I have a simplify to multiply group that you'll find on my um, Facebook page, the link to as well, where I share a good bit of my content and videos and inspiration at the same time. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Joy. This has been a joy to have you on. No, it's so great yeah. to hear and talk to somebody who's really living the life and doing it. 
uh, loving what she does and excited about what she does and has the time off to spend with her family and do the other things. And good luck and moving forward with tripling yeah. things this year and beyond. That's right. Triple, yeah. but keep the schedule. <laughs> I love that. We'll have to have you come back and talk about that next year there you go, at right? the end of the year, see how you did and come back and say how it went. Maybe you have to hire more team or maybe something right. else. Sure. We'll see sure. How, how it all turns around. So thank you so Beautiful. much for coming and sharing. Thanks your story. so much. Thanks, Donna. All right, you guys. I will see you on the next episode. I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and show you simplifying and scaling is easier than you think. If you're ready to tame the chaos of your business into a simpler model while increasing your impact and income, grab my free simplify and scale template at DonnaAshton.com forward slash template or check the link in the show notes. See you next time.